Ooh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal. Oh, shit. Oh, cut. Another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. We back yet again, man. It's another glorious week of existence. So we back. I wasn't here last week for verbal cardio because we was overseas. We was in Europe. And uh, but I'm back this week, man. What's up now? What's up now? I got my co-host extraordinaire. Water. Water is the best co-host of all time. Um, it gets no better than this. Everybody needs water as their personal co-host, companion, life partner. This is your life partner right here. This is your real life partner. You know what I'm saying? You might think it's another person. No, it's this. Water is your true life partner, your companion, your spouse. Nothing else matters if you don't have water in your life. Nothing. Nothing else matters. Nothing else can continue to go on without that water in your life. Remember that, man. Put some respect on water's name. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Put some respect on Water's name, man. Got a mirror on the ones and twos, man. We back at the patron saints in here. Shout out to the patron saints. Kedra, Jesse, Brian, Twa, Salim. It's Miss Smiley, Cafe Olay, Mr. Enigma, Zakia, Tim Scotty, Tanisha Turner, Cute Smile 2, DJ Hizzle. Shakinia Walker, KD10IC, you know what I'm talking about, you feel me? Camila, BT, KC, Miss Ma'am, Cutie B, Jay Finesse, Styler, Ryan, Latoya Larkin, alrighty then, Alice, Keisha Lewis, AJ, Miss Re Renee, Martiz Bryan, and Brian Dilmar, Eric Payne. Candy Cammy, what up, y'all? Um, we back up in here, man. Shout out to little brother. It's the shirt I got on today. LB. Oh, wait, LB. I'm all looking at the reflection. LB, man. Little brother, one of my favorite rap groups of all time. We in here. Um, I'm on the IG Live right now, but it's going to cut off. If you don't join the Patreon, you're going to miss out, man. Join the Patreon right here, right now. I challenge you. Join the Patreon. I got a movie night tonight cracking, too. So if you want to get in on that movie night, join my Patreon right here, right now. I don't see nobody joining, but, you know, it's cool. It's cool. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Um, so Keith Lee, he is a he is an epic TikTok and Instagram social media food critic slash uh fighter family man husband dope dude he does food reviews and they're great you know and you know he blew up on his platforms as he should and he just be reviewing food and stuff like that and it's great i love i love first of all i just love watching people eat food so even though you know he be eating meat and everything i still be all in i still be all in and I told I told I told Keith I was like, "Yo, man, go to go to Atlanta vegan breakfast." He was like, "Man, I I don't do the vegan." I was like, "All right, you're right. I just had to throw it in there." So, not mad at him at all. So he's in Atlanta and he's talking about certain places that, you know, even they got, you know, no customer service or they just got these extra rules that they be just 
slapping people with. Like he he did this one review where you can't order unless everybody is there at one time to order. Just real stickler-like rules for your establishment. We can't take the order until everybody's here. You can't add nothing else to the order. Once you order, it's done. It's like these, and I get it from, from, a, from a staff perspective. I get that a lot of times customers can ask for a lot and they can get annoying. I get it. I get it. So you put your rules in place to keep all of that at bay. I get it. But come on, man. Too many rules are just annoying. And then you're just going to lose customers. Because it's like, man, you, you got too many rules. And so so the big the big conversation piece is Atlanta customer service. How, how are people getting treated in Atlanta at these food spots? And now, mind you, I haven't eaten at a lot of places in, in Atlanta. Usually, like for me, I'm a creature of habit. So if I know they have something that I like, I'm gonna just come back to the same place. I'm not the guy that always has to go somewhere new. I, gen I genuinely, like I'll end up at some place new if I hear about a place or it's close or it's near me, I'll be like, all right, let me go over here and get this. But there are certain places, when I'm in Atlanta, I'm getting Atlanta vegan breakfast every time. When I go to Atlanta, I go to Atlanta vegan breakfast. They got some good-ass biscuits. They got a biscuit egg sandwich that's just fire. And the customer service is, is, is tremendous. Now, I, I, did, I did do a disclaimer in my video when I was talking about that. I was like, these places that I go to, they know who I am. So that could affect customer service, which is fair. Like if they know you already, they genuinely nicer or whatever. But so I, I threw that in there as to why my Atlanta food experience has always been pretty good in terms of customer service. Like I've, I haven't, the only place was that Caribbean food spot in the West End. It's across from that, that West, West End Mall. Over there by Wadada, over there by the Peaches Strip Club. Uh, it was a Caribbean food spot. When I went there, they was rude. But the food was good. And, you know, when I'm at a Caribbean spot, I'm low-key expecting rudeness. Low-key, in the back of my mind, when I go into a Caribbean food spot, internally, I'm expecting minimal customer service that's just i don't know what it is not to say the caribbeans are rude but that's just the vibe i go in that's the energy i go in with i just i just expect to take the l on customer service when i'm walking up into a caribbean spot i'll be like man they probably gonna be rude but the food gonna be fire that's just what i expect and it's a shame that i expect this but that's what i got at that caribbean food spot in atlanta in the west end by the shoe store, the shoe store with a, with a, they got a security guard in there with a full rifle, famous footwear, some some one of them foods. Uh, it's not famous footwear. It's uh, well, you said across from West End Mall. Yeah, athlete's foot. Athlete's foot. Yeah, that's the one. Full rifle <laughs> out front. I'm like, yo, they. Oh, they, it's the green. It's the green one, right? It's, it's like green on the outside. This, the uh, the I can't remember. It's I, like a, it's a takeout place, right? Only is it like takeout only? Oh, the Caribbean joint. Yeah, I think it is green. It's like it's like you got the shoe store right here, and to the right of it, 
you got a little a little strip of you got the you got the supply store on that corner uh-huh. so you can get like all kind of black supplies whether it be hair stuff lotions butters and then then there's a little restaurant slash club thing next to it and then there's the caribbean food spot all yeah of, i mean we were there so i, I kind of yeah i know exactly oh, what, yeah. the place we were talking about but they was rude in there but the food was good <laughs> The food was good, but that was my only like rude experience in Atlanta. But again, they knew me, so I acknowledge that that point. Because I always go to Wadada, I go to uh, to Sealy's Raw Reality, and I go to Atlanta Vegan Breakfast. And I have been to Barney's twice for their brunch. I've been to Barney's twice. Service was great, but they knew us. So again, you know, I went back. They were good. They were good? Again? They were nice, yeah. Okay. All right. So we can vouch for Barney's as well. There's, there's certain places in Atlanta I can vouch for. That new stuff, the, the place he was talking about, I'm not sure. But my brother yeah. was like, yeah, it, Old Lady Gang, the the Real Milk and Honey, he's like, both of them, he's like, trash. And he's like, Damn. but since I moved in, I moved in 2018, he was like, it's only gotten worse, like, as far as, like, customer service stuff oh, goes. Damn. But it is probably people just opening up stuff, taking out the loans, and then building a business and having all these kind of crazy things. But it also seems like they prioritize, uh, like, influence or money or mm. anything like that. Like, that's what matters most. Like, yeah, yeah, we doing this. We got a business. But yeah. you can pay your way in if you want. Like, we'll treat you differently like this yeah. and that because it's, it's about the status, like, the, the, uh, the you know, that kind of stuff. And that's just, trash. you know, that's not a good integrity to have if you're really trying to run a restaurant. For sure. And that's what Keith Lee was exposing. Hey, he ain't do nothing wrong. He ain't do nothing wrong. <laughs> he ain't do nothing Keith, wrong. Keith is not in the wrong whatsoever at all. He be giving us the real experiences that he has, and that's that's what makes him popular is because he's authentic, and so um, and that's what we love about him. So it's just, and you know, we all know these places with the wide customer service, and I will say, slutty vegan. The times that I've been there, good customer service, yeah, great energy. Like the energy is on ten at slutty vegan when I go. They didn't even uh, they didn't even let us cut or nothing. Remember when we went? Yeah, they, we had to stay in line like everybody. Yep, else. sure did. We stood in line, but when we got in there, we got in the line. It was like energy was right. It was fun. Um, so that's that's my experience with with Atlanta eating. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know, I can't vouch for everybody else. And now I'm hungry. Talking about all this food, I'm hungry now. I've been fasting. I'm on the clock. I'm hungry. I'm starving. I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to break this fast. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Um, I'm about to turn off the IG live soon. If you want to see the rest of this episode, join my Patreon. Click the link in my bio. Join up today. You won't have to get interrupted service right now. You don't have to do this. You can join up. You can be a part of this. You can be a patron saint. All you got to do is pull the trigger. That's all you got to do. It's easy, man. Join up, man. The Patron Saints is in there having a good time and ain't nothing going to get cut off. They're going to get the smooth episode, no interruptions. Is that what you want? You want you want the interruptions? You want to miss out? What's up, Robin? You want to miss out right now? Why you want to miss out? Why would you why would you want this? Hmm? Why would you want this? Anyway, I'm cutting off the IG so, oops, I almost hit the wrong button. I almost reported somebody on accident. <laughs> <laughs> All right, IG is cut off. 
Now we in the mix. Uh, it's Halloween today. By the time this episode drops, it's not going to be Halloween anymore. It's going to be November 1st. But it's Halloween today, right here, right now. What's the worst Halloween candy? Candy corn. Candy corn is in the conversation. Candy corn is now in the conversation. My thing with candy corn, initially I liked it. I was like, yo, candy corn is legit. But then when I got older and time went on, I was like, mm, candy corn ain't really hidden like that. It was it was cute. It's cool looking. It looks like Halloween. But at the same time, the candy corn ain't Actually hidden. licorice. I mean. Licorice is just terrible. Black licorice or whatever. Across the board. I forgot. I be forgetting about that because I can't believe anybody eats that. Across but the board. Licorice garbage. is terrible. I would eat candy corn all day over <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I I consider I consider licorice is just the easy culprit of just nastiness. We'd be like, you know, licorice is out. Um I would say Black licorice, candy corn. I don't like spree. Not spree. What's the one? What's the joints that are in the in the little wrappers? It's like it's like ten of them in a wrapper. Smarties. Smarties. Dang, yeah. you don't like Smarties? Smarties are cool, but they just be like, I don't want them in my Halloween bag. I, I actually like Smarties. Like they're not terrible, but I don't want them around. Um. You three musketeers. I don't want it around. Anything with chocolate, mint, or coconut, I'm good on that. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't do coconut and the chocolate. So so if you got the mounds in there, almond joy, whatever, I want no parts of it. Um, I heard uh, what was somebody uh, not that long ago was recording. They were saying uh, circus peanuts. Oh yeah, I actually I grew up eating those. So I got a, maybe a soft spot for them, but I haven't had them in years, so I have no idea. They're probably not good. I got no love for those. Um, the 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 little candy little ducks, peeps. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know mm -hmm. if I can rock with that either. I'm not I'm not I'm not rocking with the peeps, man. Get get the peeps up out of here. I used to like Fun Dip, but mm, getting, I'm getting Fun a Dip of can go. The stick is terrible. Fun Dip can go. They can they can get the hell up out of here, Shorty. They they can bounce. What's um, the, the candy? Was it like candy cigarettes or something? Do they even sell those anymore? Oh yeah, I really see those. I it's feel like, like they got like discontinued. It's like eating chalk. I don't can't yeah. rock with that either. I like candy. I like uh, candy apples. Laffy taffy, not laffy taffies. Uh, <laughs> taffy apples. Hmm. I like those. They hard to eat though, like because it's it's a lot. Like if I had a if I had a taffy apple now, I would have a fork and a knife. Cause I'm grown now, you know. I've lived life. I've raised children. You know what I'm saying. I've worked. I've, I've held jobs down. I paid taxes. So I got. I got. I got a fork and knife. The taffy apple now, cause it's a lot. But back when I was a kid, look out. Taffy apple. I don't know if I've seen that. Yeah, it's like an apple dipped in caramel. It's got the peanuts on top of the caramel. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, I've yeah. seen that. I'm used to seeing uh, candy apple. Oh yeah, candy apples the same. Yeah, same that, thing. My 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 dad used to tear those up. Yeah, <laughs> your teeth, bro. Man, 
They, that's a hard thing to bite into. It's like a lollipop with an apple inside. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's why I need the fork and the knife now. I got to I got to cuz to hold it and just <laughs> bite into it and the apples are huge. Yeah. Big ass apples. Big booty apples. Um bit of honey I could do without. Oh, Tootsie Rolls. Oh my god. And people love to get a whole bunch of those away. Tootsie Rolls, I'm in between. Like I could do them, but there's there's never any emotion. There's no reason. You know how mad I was when I got a Tootsie Pop for the first time? Oh, yeah. I thought there was gum in there. I yeah. was severely upset. I was like, I can't believe people eat this. They do. I do like Tootsie Pops, though. I used to have a Tootsie Pop at lunch every day in high school. I had Tootsie Pop with a raspberry or strawberry. I would have a Tootsie Pop. I had a Tootsie Pop not, too, not that long ago. They had one in, uh, I think I was at a store or something, and they had Tootsie Pops in there. I grabbed one. It was a good time. It was a walk down memory lane. But my favorites, though, on Halloween, Snickers, Kit Kat, Crackle, uh, Twix, Skittles, Crackle, what's that? Starburst. Uh, what else? Peanut M&M's. Oh, Crackle. Bro, I don't. Yeah, Crackles be right. I don't know if I've ever seen this. Nestle Crunch is good. Uh, Butterfinger Paydays Butterfinger's legit I'm not mad at Baby Ruth I'll pass on the peppermint patty I'm not big on the chocolate and mint Together Unless it's a Girl Scout cookie If the Girl Scout cookie The mint The thin mints I'm 100% 100% into the thin mints Without a doubt Without question I'm all in Um. So, the first date list. That was a huge. That was a huge deal on social media. It, it was, it was going down. the The two posts that I did about the the date list, crazy engagement. It was so many comments in there. It was crazy. I was like, God damn, man. It was crazy. The first date list was, it was pandemonium. So it was all kind of people responding to it. It was all kind of other lists being made, the rebuttal lists being made, which was, and, and a lot of them were ridiculous. So it was like pretty much everything was ridiculous. But the first date locations, you know, the places on this list, Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, the movies, your house, any fast food chain, Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, a buffet, IHOP, Denny's, the gym, church, Starbucks, coffee dates, ice cream dates, family functions, movie night, um, somewhere that requires a long drive, bowling, nightclubs, hookah bar, a bar for just drinks, Waffle House, sporting events. You couldn't go nowhere. According to this list, you got nothing left except for a super pricey-ass restaurant that's local to your city. You got nothing else. Everything's off the table. And I'm a firm believer that first dates should be something low-key for a first date. First date should be low-key, in my opinion. You know, I just feel like 
You shouldn't overdo it on the first date. Don't take somebody somewhere where you can't keep up that same energy throughout the relationship. You done blew your load in the first date. Unless you got it like that. And if you if you're already balling and stuff like that, you you just move differently throughout life. But the majority of the people out here, on the day-to-day, we ain't living lavishly out here. So, you know, a super extravagant first date, we ain't going to be able to keep that up all year round. So it's like, man, where are we going? Where can we go? Where can we go? And I, you know, the Waffle House, the Waffle House could be a good time. I've had a good time at the Waffle House. The Waffle House, man, there's no frills in there. It's no frills. No distractions. That's where you go and you read the energy at the Waffle House. You're reading each other's energy. You're filling each other out. You might not be worth the money to spend on. We might not vibe. I don't want to pay $400 on somebody I don't vibe with. No, who wants that? Who wants to do that? You didn't earn, you didn't earn the top shelf meal. We ain't vibing. Why well, I want to spend all this money and we we don't even have chemistry? No. Nah, man. Hell no. Hell no. Speaking of money, let me pause it right here. Speaking of money, life doesn't happen bi-weekly, right? So why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck, then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your paycheck. So now, you know, for the people that can't, you know, you can't wait every two weeks before you get paid. Sometimes you need money now. God damn it. I need the money now. Earning has got you on that front, man. They're going to hold you down till you get paid. I wish they had this when I was working the nine to five. Man, I wish they had this. Because I had to wait, man. Were you waiting? That two weeks, two weeks feels like an eternity when you're waiting to get paid. When your money is funny, when your money is hilarious and you waiting to get paid, you like you counting, you counting the milliseconds till you get paid again. You like, yo, man, where's this money coming? That's what earning. They got you, man. They got you. Make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. And that's what we want. That's what we want. We want the peace of mind. We want the peace of mind to know that we ain't going to go broke in these two weeks. We want the peace of mind to know that if I need the cash to, to fix my vehicle to get to work, I can go to earning and be like, yo, you're earning. Let me hold about 500. You go in there, you get your 500, you good to go. You can breathe again. They got you. Earning is dope, man. So download Earning the Day, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. And when you download the Earning app, type in Verbal Cardio under podcast when you sign up. It'll help the show. So please do that. Verbal Cardio under podcast. Don't forget to put the Verbal Cardio in there. Um, 
Subject to your available earnings, daily max, and pay period max, see earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust and member FDIC. So remember, they are not a banking institution. So go to Earning, uh, get the app in Google Play or the Apple App Store. Type in Verbal Cardio under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Verbal Cardio under podcast. Put that Earning, man. Get in on it. Get in on it, shorty. So, yes. So, let me ask my patron saints this. What was your last, where was your last first date at? Where'd you go? On the last first date that you had, where'd you go? I want to know. Feel me in. PJ Coffee Shop, uh, TGIF. Funny bone to see me. Okay, Gladys. Uh, Starbucks. Notice that a comedy sh- a comedy club was not on the list. Uh, Starbucks. Now you've been married twenty years. Uh, the beach, Texas Roadhouse, a Jamaican restaurant, the movies. Um, Starbucks. Starbucks is coming up a lot. The Cheesecake Factory. Okay, Mister Enigma, an Asian fusion type restaurant. My apartment. Ooh, okay, Latoya. I see what you're doing in there. A walk in the park on a nice summer afternoon. Applebee's canoeing. Ooh, canoeing, huh? My last first date I had was Texas Roadhouse slash the movies, the mall, um, and Dave and Buster's. We are 10 years strong. Ball Brothers in DC, then Checkers. Yes. Nicole, thank you, man. We was the first date. Um, Dave and Buster's, Denny's. Movies in the Riverwalk, Barnes and Nobles, Eating Crab. We played pool and the bite afterwards. The Beach, Twin Peaks to watch a fight. Famous Dave's, Cantina 15, Alpaca. I don't know what Alpaca is. Dave and Buster's then uh, to see me in New York City. Wow. Kayvon, thank you. Coffee shops are ideal for Fourth Day. The mall, open spaces. First day was the movies. Married for 11 years now. Look at this. Various locations, simple. There's a couple curveballs in here, like canoeing. That sounds pretty dope. Um, but a lot of low-key action. And a lot of the people with some 10 years strong, 11 years strong, super low-key on the first date. Super low-key. And for those of y'all that chose me as a first date place, man, thank y'all, man. Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad. I'm glad I wasn't on the list. They said for, for a no-no. What if? What if specifically I was on the list, like a Tony Baker show? That's where you don't go for first. They're like, God damn, man! Don't do me like this. Don't do your boy like this. Yeah, man. Um, movie night watching who cloned Tyrone? Yes, first dates. Let's get it. Uh, so, yeah, that was the talk of the town, the first date list. Um, the food I had in Europe, they want to know. I only ate at Whole Foods in London because uh, K 
Kev wanted to get together to have dinner in London. But the place he chose didn't have a lot of vegan options. It had like five options for me. So I opted out. And I was like, yo, I'll meet y'all there. I'm going to just grab something to eat. I'm going to grab something to eat first and then I'm going to meet y'all there. And then then after a while, just like, eh, y'all just eat. I just, <laughs> and they was mad at me because I didn't show up. But, you know, sometimes, now mind you, when we on the road, I like to build with the team. I like to, you know, I'm a team player. So a lot of, a lot of the times I'll be breaking bread with them, but I either I already ate somewhere else or they don't have a lot of options for me. And then I just go, I just fast. So I'm usually just sitting there watching everybody eat while I sit there. Now, mind you, I can handle it for the most part, but it's hard. So for this particular dinner, I was just like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not, I'm not just going to sit on the side relegated to only a few options. I'm not going to do it this time. So I, did, I didn't go. But I ended up, I didn't feel like looking for a place on foot. And it was, it was so much foot traffic around where we were in London. I was just like, you know what, I'm going to just go to Whole Foods. And plus, I didn't want to do a lot of heavy eating out anyway. So I was just like, let me just go to Whole Foods. And then they had a hot bar, so I had like a bowl. I just made a bowl with black beans, uh, tofu, and greenery or whatever. So I just had that. But I went, and Sabrina was pissed. She was like, you with the Whole Foods? All those options in London, you with the Whole Foods? I was like, you, you right. And I went, I went twice. I went to Whole Foods twice, y'all. I went to Whole Foods twice. The bowl I had in Berlin, though. The bowl I had in Berlin was fire. That bowl, it had, I had greenery in there. I had, I had spinach in there, kale udon noodles. Um, I had chicken in there. I also had uh, some tofu in there. I had double, double proteins in there. It was a good ass bowl. I took a picture of it. I posted it. That bowl was right. I wanted another bowl, but then I got full and then I lost momentum. But the food I had in Portugal. So we went to this place. So Melissa found a spot that we could all eat at. She found a great spot called Flora and Fauna or Fauna and Floral. Mad vegan options on the menu. Right. And I was just like, man, thank you, Melissa. This is a good spot. I was happy. I was happy because I had mad options and I can go be a team player and I can break bread and I got more than five or four or three options on the menu. So we go there and um, I was ordering. I was in there ordering. I ordered like some, 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 some juices. I ordered some juices. I got like a smoothie thing. Um, I got like energy shots. I got a... I got these pancakes that were made with uh, oats and bananas. So there was, there was no flour involved. It was oats and bananas. Ordered those pancakes. I got um, so avocado toast, and I got a slice of banana bread that they had over there. Everything was good. The avocado toast was kind of hard. The, avocado, the toast itself was kind of hard. But other than that, but it, it was good toast, but it was just hard. I like mine a little bit softer than that. The pancakes were fire. They came with this like 
uh, homemade little apple apple sauce spread type joint. Pancakes were fire. I enjoyed the shit out of them. And then that banana bread. The banana bread, what caught my eye with the banana bread, it was banana bread, and on the top of the banana bread, they had peanut butter and the crushed nuts on the top. Paws on the crushed nuts. They had the crushed nuts on the top. So I was like, man, let me get in on this. So I got in on that. So I ate good, man. And then I went to this place. uh, When we were flying to, when I was at the airport, uh, the ticket agent, she recommended because she says she goes to she goes to Portugal a lot, right? So she recommended this place called Honest Greens. She was like, "Yo, go to Honest Greens." I was like, "All right." So I go to Honest Greens in Portugal. I went the the first night we were there. I went to Honest Greens. You go in there. So I just picked like uh, I got coconut rice, garlic herb tofu, and like some greenery. That's what I ordered, right? When I tell you that garlic herb tofu was goddamn fire. It was the seasoning on this tofu was just it was so good. It was so good. I was like this. This. So you know I went back the next day. You know I went back the next day. I had to re-up. And then when I went back the next day and I re-upped, the place next door, Honest Greens, which is also Honest Greens, but on the, on the other side, they specialize in the drinks. I got like this, uh, this like fruit smoothie type drink. Fire. Fire. I was like, mm. I got another one. I, I doubled up. I doubled up. I was like, so so I want to go back to Portugal so I can go to Honest Greens all the time. And here's the thing. I lost weight in Europe. I lost, When I came back and got back on the scale, I was about five pounds lighter than I was when I left, maybe even six. Big surprise because I was eating out everywhere. I was like, wait, what is this? I looked leaner and everything. I thought I was going to gain because I wasn't, I wasn't working out like I normally do. I wasn't walking as many miles as I normally do. So I was just like, I felt like I was going to come back heavier, but on the contrary, I was slimmer when I got back. So, yeah, man, food was right. Food food was right in Portugal. Whole Foods was okay in London. And then that bowl I had in Berlin was fire. So (laughs) I might be spending more time in Portugal in the future. In the future. Um, Antoinette asks, is there 50-50 when talking about finances and relationships or is it whoever makes more pays for everything? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting question. Uh, you know, the typical, the typical rule and setup is... You know, if it's a if it's a man and woman together, usually the man grabs the bill. Usually, um, but then you know you you got those couples where everybody's just grabbing the bill. Everybody, you know, some couples fight for the bill, and uh, 
you know, if you're in a relationship, depending on where you are in a relationship, you might have a joint account. So it's really it's pretty much both of y'all paying for the meal. But if you're not that far yet and you got separate accounts, um generally, you know, the, the man, you know, pays pays for the meal. But but a lot of times, you know, the women are paying for the meals too. So I I don't know. It, it's it's really it's really case by case, kind of. It just depends. And then sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't feel like paying all the time. You be like, man, you get that. You get that. You know what I'm saying? Just just put put in on this. You know, so it really, it really depends, I guess. Tony blocks that Apple Pay. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, man, look out. Box you out. Uh, but sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I'll fade back and let somebody get it. I'll be like, you, you got it. You got it. You got it. Um, so yeah. Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want somebody paying for me all the time. I would just feel like, let me, let me contribute. Let me put in on this. Let me do this. Marty Marty McFly asks, if you could do a collaboration with Jordan brand, what would that collaboration look like? Such as shoes, apparel. I would like to have my own Jordan 1. I would like to have a bakery edition Jordan 1. Um, I'm a fan of black and white, so I would love a black and white Jordan 1 with the bakery logo on it somewhere. That would be my ideal like collab. The Tony Beck, the bakery, the bakery ones would be would be my dream uh collab. I don't want no upside down swoosh like Travis Scott. But that that would that would be the ideal for me. Black and white is my favorite combo, so it's like that would be that would be the one. Uh, quit asking twenty five asks. You said quit asking. What were your favorite comfort foods meals in the fall winter growing up? Let me tell you one of my favorite uh, comfort meals to this day. Even now, I love chili in the fall and winter. Nothing is better than chili for me. I love homemade chili. I don't make it and eat it nearly as much as I used to, but I love a good chili. When it be cold outside and gloomy and just overcast, that big-ass pot of chili just be right. That big pot of chili be so right. When it's cold, when it's cold outside, no need to worry because I'm so warm inside. Man, a good ass bowl of chili, some cornbread on the side, the oyster crackers in the chili.
You can add so much to the chili. You could throw some cheese in there if you want to. You got the oyster crackers. You got the regular crumbled up saltines in that thing. Chili lasts for a long time. Man, it lasts. It be so warm. It just warms your soul. You be looking outside. You be like, man, it's cold out there. Just be looking. Chili be right on time. So that's probably my ultimate fall, winter comfort food is chili. Like, I love it. I love me some chili. Um, I used to go to Wendy's all the time. I used to get their chili. I used to I used to go to Wendy's. There was there was like a good month where I was going to Wendy's. I would get I would get chili and a baked potato. That was that was my little move right there. Like I'm going I'm going to Wendy's. I would get chili and a baked potato. That chili was right at Wendy's. And chili was better the next day. Chili be better the next day. For me, chili is better the next day. For me, homemade mac and cheese is better the next day. For me, turkey is better the next day. Thanksgiving Day turkey, better the next day. When I had the when I had the Thanksgiving leftovers the next day, the yams, the mac and cheese, the dressing, the turkey, everything's better the next day. Chili is better the next day. Fries ain't better the next day. There are certain foods where you got to get it the night of or the magic ain't the same. But these foods right here, the next day be cracking. I'm hungry right now. Another comfort food for me when fall and winter, malto meal, cream of wheat, cocoa wheats, those hot cereals right there. Not necessarily oatmeal, even though I love oatmeal, but it was something about malto meal, just the way it looked. The vibe, that hot cereal with just butter and sugar in there and the consistency is just right and it's cold outside. I used to get that internal heat up. My mom would make me that Malto meal before I went out into the cold abyss of Chicago. The Malto meal was right. The cream of wheat was right. It warms you up. It warms your whole soul up, man. My soul was warm when I left the house. Before I got lathered up in the Vaseline to keep the wind at bay, I would load up on the Malto meal. Nice hot bowl. And you know what's funny? Some people would add milk to the Malto meal. They did that for me for a while, and I was just like, I don't really, I don't really need the milk. Just to cool it off so you can dig in faster. I don't really need the milk, mom. But like, I remember my brother, Scott, he would have his malto meal too. And sometimes he didn't finish. And I'm a garbage disposal. I would finish his leftover malto meal. But I noticed I was just like, his malto meal always tasted better than mine. It was weird. I was like, why you always, we're eating the same thing. Why you always taste better than mine? I don't know what it was. It just tasted better than mine. It's like my mom's French toast. I'll be following my mom's French toast recipe to the letter, to the nail. I'll be following it down to the molecule. Her French toast always tastes better than mine. I follow the exact recipe to a T. But when I have hers, I'll be like, this is better than mine. I don't know what it is. 
I think my mom be holding out on a few ingredients. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. She be holding out on a few ingredients. Because I'm telling you, I do everything she said do. I include everything she said include, but her French toast tastes different. I'm squinting my eyes till they close completely. There's something going on. And I'm going to find out what it is. I'm going to find out what you withholding, Sandy Baker. I'm going to get that recipe. Oh, yes. I'm going to get that French toast recipe. You're holding out. On your own son, your flesh and blood. You're holding out. I got the cinnamon. I got the nutmeg. I got the evaporated milk. I got the egg. I got the vanilla extract. What am I missing? Hmm? Why your why yours tastes like this and mine tastes like that? Hmm? Same ingredients, same recipe. What's really going on? I'm going to find out. I'm going to get that real recipe, Sandy Baker. Oh, yes. I'm on to you. Parents leave out a little nugget of information just so they stand out. And maybe, just maybe, on their deathbed, they'll be like, I never told you about. I didn't tell you about the dash of cinnamon sugar. In the margarine. Like I knew it. I knew it was something else. I knew it was something else. I knew it. You in the hospital like I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. So parents, if you're out here, if you're withholding the real recipe, fill your kids in with your children. Don't leave us out here, man. Give us the full recipe. Give us that recipe, man. I want my French toast to taste exactly like yours. That's all I'm saying. All right, give me some this or that, people. Give me some this or that. Oh, somebody asked real quick. Alice asked, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? You know what? I feel like, and this is not a bailout on the answer. I feel like I'm honestly both. I am a mixture of the two. Because I hide sometimes. I hide a lot. Um... And I'm a tad shy, but I'm also, I'm also the life of the party. I can be the life of the party. Ambivert. What's ambivert? Is that both? Let me look up ambivert. I've never heard this. Or am I, am I Gerald Levert? 
ambivert meaning. A person who has features of both an introvert, someone who prefers to spend time alone, and an extrovert, someone who prefers to... Oh, wait, hold on, cuz. Someone who prefers to be with other people in their personality. I'm an ambivert then. Ambiverts are sometimes also called outgoing or social introverts. So yeah, I'm a mixture of the two. What's up, Shane? I'm a mixture of the two. Because I, I can definitely, I do love my alone time. And I do hide from time to time. But I can also be in the mix heavy. Like you, you see me at a game night? Oh, game night, Tony? Game night, Tony is a force to be reckoned with. But at the same time, depending on the setup, I could be very quiet, very reserved, very off to myself, very off to the side. So it really it really depends. So I guess I'm an ambivert. That's what it is. Because I've definitely been hiding. Some people have been like, yo, Tone, let me come over. I'll be like, I don't really be having company like that, man. I'll just be at the crib solo. All right, we got some this and that. QDB asks, three movie voiceover contract with Pixar or three movie no audition contract with Quentin Tarantino? I'm going to go with the Quentin Tarantino. I'm going to go with the Quentin Tarantino. Three movies? No audition? Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, I'm going to go with Quentin. Because Quentin, Quentin, Quentin's movies kind of elevate your status as an actor. Um, you think about what he, what he did for Samuel Jackson and John Travolta. You think about what he did for Pam Greer. Even, even the guy, uh, Robert Forrester, who was in Jackie Brown, he got nominated for an Oscar. Um, you think about what he's done for Christoph Waltz, um, you know, Uma Thurman, uh, it's just a, it's just a good look. So I'm gonna go with the Quinn. And then, the, you know, with that elevated status, he also got Brad Pitt and Oscar with that elevated status, I can do voice work you know, on, on, on many other things after that. So I'm going to go with the Quentin Tarantino, no audition, three film joint. Give me that Quentin Tarantino joint, man. Let me get it. Let me grab it and hold it. Jay Thomas asks, beat it, but it's by Prince or when doves cry, but it's by Michael Jackson. Beat it, but it's by Prince or when doves cry, but it's by Michael Jackson. When Doves Cry is the better song overall. Overall, When Doves Cry is a, is, is a better made song. Lyrically, the build, all of that. But I feel like I feel like somebody else singing when doves cry. I don't know if I don't know if I would want to hear that. Like when I hear other people do it, I just be like, mm, you know.
So I'm going to go with, I would rather hear Prince's beat it. Because I'm, I'm thinking about, hmm, I can't really hear Michael dig, if you will, the picture. <laughs> can't really hear Michael digging, if you will, the picture. Because the tone, the tone that he has to hit in the beginning of the song, I can't really hear Michael in that range. Dig if you will the picture. Because it's, it's a lower register. And then Michael coming in, dig if you will the picture. I, I don't know, man. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Prince beat it. I'm going to go with that. That's an interesting question, though. But I'm gonna I'm go with the I'm gonna go with the Prince beat it. Better do what you can, so beat it. Shoe game Shan asks, dinner with me at Denny's or a blind date with a stranger where you gotta smash no matter what. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Shan. This is easy. <laughs> we at Denny's, man. We at Denny's. That's a that's a easy this or that. <laughs> I got to smash no matter what. Pass. Mm-mm. This or that from Tanisha Turner. K-Swiss or Skechers. Oh, God. Man, y'all be going for the jugular with me, man, because y'all know me. If you don't know this about me, you know now I hate Skechers and I hate K-Swiss. I do not like K the, the white K-Swiss, the curl-up sevens, the dingy fives. K-Swiss, the white K-Swiss will curl up on you and go dingy in record time. I do not like K-Swiss. Skechers. These shoes are so hideous. And I get it, y'all. I get it. They're functional. They're comfortable. Skechers are trash. Trash. If you're not a kid with Healy's on, get Skechers the hell up out of here, man. Get Skechers the hell up out of here. If, you, if you're wearing Skechers, you got Skechers in your home right now, get your life together. Block me. Unfollow me first, then block me. Because I'm blocking you when I find out. Skechers is hideous. They big, they bulky. And then the ones that aren't bulky, they just look like the night shift sevens. The swing shift elevens. Work shoes. I get it. They wear shoes. All right. When you when you at work, the shoes don't really matter. I get it. But some people be wearing they sketch your work shoes. That I work hard for the money sixes to regular events. They going on first dates in these sketches. So I would rather wear the K Swiss. Give me the give me the white. Curl up K Swiss, the dingy K Swiss. Cause I just can't do sketches. I I can't do it. Can't do it. Man, they bulky. 
Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. Will not. So give me the give me the curl ups. The curl up Swiss. That's what the K is for. The K is, is spelled with the curl is spelled with a K. Curl ups. Sick of them. All right. Uh, before I get out of here, we got to do the final year of the Black Cinema Face Off. Final year of the Black Cinema Face Off. We did the '90s versus the 2000s. Black films, black cinema. If you're new here, I argue that I feel like black cinema was stronger in the 90s than it was in the 2000s, especially dramas. Um, so we got, we did all the years. We did 90 versus 2000, 91 versus 2001, and so forth and so on. So here we go, 1999 versus 2009. Here we go. 1999. We got Foolish with Master P and Eddie Griffin. We got Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. We got the movie Trippin' with Bud from The Cosby Show, Donald Faison. We got The Wood with Tay Diggs. We got In Too Deep with Omar Epps and LL Cool J, Neil Long. Asterisk is Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence a black film? I don't think so. It just has a black star. Got Dave Chappelle in there. But the majority of the cast, director, I don't think it's a black film. Um, so Blue Streak is out. It's not a black film. The Best Man, Tay Diggs again. Neil Long once again. Um, the Best Man, Morris Chestnut. Terrence Howard, Harold Perrineau. Light it up with Usher and Rosario Dawson. Asterisk, The Hurricane with Denzel Washington. Is this a black film? A racially motivated prison sentence from a boxer, black lead, white director, Diverse ensemble cast. I don't know if this is a black film, but racism is at the heart of the story. It's about a black man going to jail unjustly because he was black. What say ye? The hurricane. Side note, that's one of my favorite that's one of my favorite Denzel performances. A lot of people saying no. Some people saying yes. We kind of divided on uh, on Blue Streak. I mean, we we divided on the Hurricane. Blue Streak. He didn't go to jail because he was black. He went to jail because he was a diamond thief. And it wasn't based on the true story. Um, so that's 99, y'all. That's 99. 2009. Notorious. Medea goes to jail. Asterisk is obsessed a black film with Beyonce and Idris Elba and Ali Larder. 
Is that a black film? I know, I know the Beyonce performance was lackluster, but is it a black film? I don't think so. Uh, Next Day Air with Donald Faison, Most Deaf, Mike Epps, Wood Harris. Dance Flick with Damon Wayans Jr. Imagine That with Eddie Murphy. I Can Do Bad All By Myself with Taraji P. Henson. Good Hair, which is a documentary by Chris Rock about black women's hair. It's a black film. (laughs) Black Dynamite. The Princess and the Frog. That's 2009. For me, I'm giving the I'm giving the victory to 1999. Life, the wood, into deep, the best man. Those are hard hitters right there. 2009, Black Dynamite. I still haven't seen The Princess and the Frog. I know. And I know Anika. But forgive me. But Black Dynamite, man, that's that's the crown jewel of 2009. Next Day Air was good, too. Dance Flick was funny. But yeah, I got to go with 1999, man. The 90s win yet again. So that's it, man. We we didn't finish the battle. I feel like the 90s have won more so than not. Um, what other kind of battles would y'all like to see in, the, in this type of vibe right here? What other kind of battles can we do? Y'all let me know. I'm, op- I'm open to ideas. But uh, that's the black cinema battle. Anyway, um, I want to thank y'all for pulling up, tuning in, taking time out of your lives to listen to me run my mouth. I appreciate y'all. Patron Saints, thank you for the this or that question. Great questions, great topics. I appreciate y'all. Um, have we done blacks, best black superhero? We have not. We have not. It's a good idea. I want to thank y'all. I want y'all to have a great day. It's Halloween today. The day that I'm recording this is Halloween, so be safe out there. Enjoy, you know, the the day if you're in the Halloween. If not, if you are in Austin, Texas, I will be there this weekend. So pull up, come laugh with us. And uh, yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. I love y'all passionately, and uh, we out.